Welcome back to another episode of Metaphysical AF. Today we're going to be talking about the tarot and what is the tarot and how the tarot can help you if you're really skeptical. So I'm just going to let's get into it as my best friend, my best friend Virgo, uh, my best Virgo friend Stevie would say. So the tarot is a pack of 78 printed cards. And it consists of 22 major arcana or picture cards and 56 minor arcana cards. Major arcana cards are numbered 0 through 21, and each card has a title such as the fool or the world. The major arcana cards describe the spiritual causes of everyday events, and the minor arcana cards detail everyday happenings. So while the minor arcana cards might tell you of problems in your love, relationship, or career, the major arcana cards will tell you the underlying lesson of what needs to be learned in that situation. The minor arcana cards are divided into four suits of 14 cards each, and each suit consists of cards numbered 1 through 10, and then they have four court cards, king, queen, knight, and page. These suits have different names from ordinary playing cards, but they correspond to each suit. The wands are clubs, the cups are hearts, the swords are spades, and the pentacles are diamonds. There's a myriad of cards and many variations, which may seem confusing. So you may see the um, pentacles also called coins or something similar that relates to like a coin or some kind of like chained or money. Um, The tarot is a book of symbols and it aligns, especially the Raider Waite deck, really aligns and personifies the Tree of Life and Jacob's Ladder. So you can use these to become familiar with different symbols, uh, and they can really be a doorway to hidden knowledge and information. So even everything down to the colors that are represented in the cards really give your mind and your subconscious symbolism that is really deeply rooted in in history and can really help you throughout lots of different things. So they can be used for predicting the future, not really to say that you know what's gonna happen, but you can get clues and really get a lot of clarity. Um, They can tell you and illuminate the underlying causes of a situation and reveal the lessons to be learned from that situation. Um, The tarot can be used to seek the most appropriate course of action in any given situation so that you don't have to keep repeating lessons over and over again. A lot of the times you'll do a reading or you'll get a reading or you'll be drawn to watch readings on YouTube and the same cards will keep coming up. You're like, why the hell do I keep seeing the lovers? Why do I, you know, why do I keep seeing this? Why do I keep seeing that? It's because that card has an underlying message for you about the situation, which is like really interesting and really great. So Um, The history of the tarot is really obscure, and it originated thousands of years ago, and it's directly related to um, the Kabbalah, and that's the name of the Jewish oral tradition or esoteric doctrine based on the mystical interpretation of the scriptures. So many people who have studied the origins of the tarot believe that the cards we have today originated from a Chinese system whereby numerous sticks similar to thin chopsticks um, were painted and with characters possessing their own unique meaning, they were handed around in a thin box or a holder. Each person in the room selected one stick and the stick selected related to the holder's immediate situation. These sticks are still found in the temples of Thailand and are a very popular way for locals to solve their problems. So temple visitors give a donation to the temple and they select a stick and meditate upon the inscription. 
The tarot surfaced in its current form in the 14th century Italy as a game called Tarocci, which I'm probably not saying that right because I'm from the South and, you know, it's T-A-R-O-C-C-I. <laughs> the French adaptation of the word was tarot. So modern Italian playing cards still display the symbols of the wands, the cups, the swords, and the pentacles, which that's so great. That's so interesting. During the 13th and 14th centuries, the Church of Rome attempted to quell these philosophies and uh, because they felt they were growing in direct competition to it. Well, leave it to the church to, you know, try to squelch something that is giving people their own divinity and rights of, you know, finding out the answers instead of having to go through them. That was when the tarot was outlawed as a method of divination. Um, the church leaders feared that the tarot might put the power of God into the hands of men, which God forbid, that's what, you know, that's the basis of humanity is to have the power of God because we are gods. So um, if you're afraid of the tarot, um, it's some deep rooted shit that you just got to work through. <laughs> However, uh, with all the beliefs that are based upon universal truths, the tarot has survived. In fact, the Vatican has the largest occult library in the world, which is collected mostly during the 12th, 13th and 14th centuries. The Count Louis Heyman in the book Confessions, Memoirs of a Modern Seer, writes um, of the afternoon he spent exploring the Vatican library after a 90 minute conversation. One of the things I can always count on is that there will always be confirmation. Now, what is confirmation? Confirmation is when you get that sign from the universe, that little synchronistic kismet moment that reassures you that what you're doing is right. And the fact that Anchor by Spotify makes everything so easy to record my podcast and upload it, I've got episodes lined up for the rest of the year, all in one place, because everything can be done either on my desktop or on my phone. Anchor has the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast anywhere, right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. I would suggest downloading the Anchor app or going to anchor.fm to get started because the one thing that could happen is you put out something that everyone needs to hear and you get confirmation of exactly what you needed. Even though there are millions of podcasts already, the world doesn't have yours. Join Anchor today. With Pope Leo XIII, who was a keen numerologist, he describes rooms full of priceless books written in many languages. Many of the popular tarot decks in use today originated with members of the group called the Golden Dawn, which was founded in England in 1888, which was a secret magical fraternity. Its members are credited with designing three tarot decks. These are the Thoth deck by Aleister Crowley, which is one deck that I also have, the Golden deck by Israel, um, Israel Regardi and illustrated by Robert Wang, and the Raider White deck, Rider Waite deck by Arthur Edward Waite and illustrated by Pamela Coleman-Smith. The cards uh, that I'm going to be talking about today are the Rider Waite deck. Uh, we'll do another episode about the Thoth deck because I do have that deck, and Aleister Crowley is a very interesting person in the history of the tarot and magic and the occult. So 
Arthur Waite suggested that the coloring of each suit varied, but remembered that the personality traits are more important than the color of the hair and the eyes associated with the people on the deck. So Waite used the four suits primarily to describe the European people. His color suggestions were the wands were blue eyes and red to brown hair, traditionally Celtic people of Europe. The early Celtic people were wanderers and were often passionate, enthusiastic people. The cups, blue or hazel eyes and brown to blonde hair, traditionally the Scandinavian or Northern European people. Swords were dark hair and eyes, traditionally the Southern Europeans found around the Mediterranean. And the pentacles are dark hair and eyes, traditionally the darker races from Africa and Asia. Uh, the color meanings in the tarot are really great. So this is where it breaks down to the majority of the colors that you see in the tarot and kind of how your subconscious relates to them. So the red colors in the tarot relate to ardor and eagerness in approaching life and its challenges. And cards which contain a lot of red, such as the emperor, show a physical or practical approach to life. Orange represents a passionate or enthusiastic approach to life, which cards containing plenty of orange, as the wands do, show a zealous or hot-blooded approach to life. Yellow is an intellectual approach to the situation at hand, and cards containing plenty of yellow, such as the strength and the sun, show mental curiosity and logical thought and analysis. Harmony and balance are symboled... Um, are symbolized in the tarot with the color green, so very few cards in the Raider White deck have more than a token amount of green. Balanced spiritual understanding is symbolized by the use of the color blue. It shows intellect combined with a spiritual perspective encompassing life's bigger picture. Compassion is symbolized in the cards by the color purple. And cards with these purple, such as the lover, which is compassion for a partner, or justice, which is compassion for strangers, show that compassion begins with those close to us and can expand to strangers as we mature. Purity of motive, of course, is shown by the color white, such as the white flowers in the Six of Cups, where two people share a tender private moment, or the white lilies in the white tunic in The Magician, where he relies on pure motives he possessed in The Fool, shown as the snow-capped mountains, <clears throat> to progress to the next card. So that's just a short little aspect um there's also like the story of each uh the story of the major arcana and the story of the suit of pentacles and cups and wands uh which i'll go over in uh a later episode but here is a short little mini sode of just kind of how you can understand the tarot and kind of get a little bit of a background on it if you're interested in readings feel free to reach out metaphysicalaf at gmail.com you can paypal metaphysicalaf at gmail.com to get a reading on a sliding scale from 33 to $55. If you're interested, send your question and send your phone number and I'll deliver your readings to you via Marco Polo, which is an app that you can remain, remain, you can retain the video and watch it over and over again and have responses back and forth to me so that we can talk and you can really kind of get more of an understanding of what your immediate situation is. And you can also meditate on those cards and work with them and kind of, you know, get your own answers. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a great day. Don't forget to subscribe, like, review our podcast for chances to win things. There's a merch store. Go to our Metaphysical AF Instagram to find the merch and have a great rest of your day. Bye.